I have the experience yeah. and I should have a network and you had advanced trainings. So I was like, this is what I need to do. This would be perfect. And so I signed up and within three weeks, because there's so many jobs posted, wonderful jobs posted. I got a client in less than three weeks. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, 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 welcome back to the show. If you just found us, I'm Emily Reagan. I'm a fellow freelancer. I've been doing this for a while now, over 13 years, and I love helping my fellow go-getters, especially military spouses who are overeducated and underemployed, stay-at-home moms who are looking for a pretty sweet work-from-home gig during school hours, or anybody looking to change up their life, get out of corporate, get out of the nine to five and start working for themselves. And my guest today is the latter. Marcy Sanders is here to talk about how she quit her nine to five, how she pivoted to something new with a digital service business. Now, Marcy here is one of my students from the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. And if you're not on the wait list, please go get on that. We are going to be opening up early enrollment and we're going to have some fun bonuses for people who are on the wait list and extra chances to work with me and get extra support. So the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School officially opens in October. It's going to be a 12-week program where you learn the foundations of marketing and actually how to do that work. Your client sets the marketing strategies, and then you go in there and implement them as a digital marketing assistant. We're not talking about admin work here. We're not talking about being an executive assistant. But if you did stumble upon this podcast and those are the services you offer. No shame. That's just not what I teach. But this podcast will still apply to you and how you market yourself or run your business and kind of open the doors to some of these marketing tasks that you you shouldn't be afraid to say, yeah, I'll do that. I'll help you because right now clients just need help. Marcy came to me completely pivoting from her corporate gig, and she'll tell you about that, and she wanted a change. But more importantly, she was looking at a lifestyle change. She has an RV. She loves to travel. She sent me some pretty incredible pictures of her doing cool things all over the country, and she wanted out, and she did it. She did it. It took time. I kind of had to pull out her timeline from her in this interview and what she did to hit that target. And I know now that she's back from her big trip, she's going to be able to take on more clients and really hit her revenue goals. She's always impressed me because she saw something she wanted and she went for it. And she was in the work group and she was one of my work group members who came back and took the course with me. And I say to my work group members, if you have holes in your marketing and your learning, if you have clients coming to you asking for you to do things you don't know how to do and you need confidence, you need to understand the strategy, how to do the work, and like Marcy talks about, report the work so you can step up as a manager or strategist, the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School can help. Now, I started this program because I was on a team and somebody had these gaping holes we had hired for her to help, and I had to teach her what I knew, and I just realized I'm sitting on a gold mine, and not only this, skills that can help women make money. 
I believe every woman should be able to fend for herself and go out there, have the dusted off relevant skills to be able to provide for herself and her family, make money on her own. Even if that's moving from freelance to a nine to five a corporate gig because you need the benefits, there's no shame, but you've got to have the skills. Otherwise, we end up working in a dead end job where we're not happy or we're not getting paid well, right? I don't think I want to go back to retail at this point. Not full-time anyway. So Marcy has a great story. She talks a lot about marketing herself. And here's the deal. I don't know if this was as clear in the interview, but she had worked with a couple other VA coaches before me. And one of them just told her to post on social. Like that was how she found clients. And if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that that's one thing you don't need to have to be successful. You don't need a website. You don't need to post on social. And I have a couple podcasts I'm going to link to here. You can go listen to those if you don't believe me or if you want more info about what you do need. I suggest you listen to those. So the faster route, finding a mentor, having the right skills, and getting those referrals. And that's exactly what Marcy's done. So today she's sharing her story. I think it's so inspiring. I love how she laid out her quitting day. And what I really want you to pay attention to is what she would do differently if she was doing it all over again. There is going to be this messy point. If you have a nine to five, if you're currently working and you need to transition, it does take time. And I try to be very clear about that. This is not an overnight get rich thing. This is not a job you take out of desperation. This is a job that you take, you position yourself to grow, knowing that in the long term, this is how you be your own boss. You break those you know, ceiling caps when you are working for the man and you work for yourself. So got to be honest about that. And I have to say to my own horn here, I'm so flattered when someone who's already doing the work comes and takes the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School and is flabbergasted and amazed at what they actually learn. The things you don't know that you are supposed to know is the biggest selling point. Honestly, I've been in the trenches for years. I put a lot of these pieces together myself, and this is what you can't Google. So if you're interested, get on the wait list. I also want to invite you to the info session coming up September 29th. If you're catching this later, maybe we'll put it on Evergreen or something. If you can't catch it live, that's cool. Get the replay. I'm going to put up a replay, so don't worry. And I'll answer all your questions. We'll have a very low pitch situation here, but I just really want you to get the information, the facts you need to know to see if this is the right career move, side hustle move for you. So I'll put the link to the info session. It's called How to Become a VA, knowing full well there are many types of VAs and many types of businesses you could start. But we'll start there and I'll see you there live. All right, let's jump into the interview with Marcy. She's amazing. You're going to love her. And let's just say I'm so proud of her for stepping up, doing this interview with me, especially as an introvert. She did great. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our show today. I am so excited to bring Marcy Sanders here to talk about how she marketed herself and grew her freelance business. Marcy, hello, hello. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, I'm so honored because you have been in my work group and then you are in our Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School. You already had a little something, something going. And would you just tell everyone where you were when I first met you, like what you were doing? And I really love the background of what we do, what we were doing before we turned into freelancers. So share like, you know, sure. your, your corporate gig, basically. 
Ah, <laughs> all right. So I did work for a financial company for about 15 years. My role was a content writer. I created and updated standard operation procedures, so SOPs for different departments in, in the company. I got started in freelancing because around 2018, my company started to do layoffs and I was so afraid. I was like, what am I going to do um, if that happened to me? I just didn't feel prepared. Like, I, did I have enough skills? Can I do something else? And at the time I was working remotely, but we were told that eventually we'll have to commute back to work. And and I lived kind of, kind of far. <laughs> I, mean, I would commute almost like two hours a day and Fridays, forget it. It'd be like four hours a day. So I just, that's what started my journey. I was like, I would like to still work from home. So what can I do? So I started like Googling and researching. And yeah, that's kind of where I got to where I am now. Yeah. That was, that was the beginning. And you started to do something new too. So you actually lean into more techie and email marketing services. Am I right? Yes, that's what I started doing. So what I did is that I did take a VA course, my first one. (laughs) And with that course came after you finished the course, they had an agency that you could work for. And so that's what I did. So for that VA agency, I had about three or four clients. I was doing website updates, creating opt-in lead pages, and an email marketing, like sending a broadcast email once a week for a client. But that only lasts like six months. That agency had closed and I was able to take at least one of those clients with me, the email marketing client, and I kept her on for a little while further. Okay. How did you like this work compared to what you did in corporate? You know, like you said, I'm a techie person. And so the job I was doing at the company, I just wasn't passionate about it anymore. That's okay. basically what it was. I was became really passionate about doing techie things. And I wanted to learn more about that. What else can I do? I love the back end of the business and working on the websites and things like that. So um, I leaned towards email marketing. It's so fascinating to me because you, you already had a skill that was 100% transferable, but yet you still kind of chose uh-huh. to do something else. So this is interesting. And it's really encouraging to anyone starting anything new, just because your background is in one thing, you can absolutely offer services like unrelated to that. I mean, it's all like somewhat related, but I think that's really cool. So you had that one client that you took with you, but Mm -hmm. you're still doing the corporate and that was like 40 hours a week. Yes. I was full-time corporate and just doing the email marketing for my client. What like once a week I was just in the email broadcast. So that didn't take a lot of time. So it was working well for a while, but then I decided to, well, I got promoted at my job <laughs> and oh, that kind of changed. So 40 hours, <laughs> I know, right. I thought like, maybe this will work for me, but 40 hours turned to more like 50, it seemed like 60 working on the weekends. And I was like, you know what? And I was always thinking about my business. And so because I was working so much, you know, I don't want to have like make excuses, but it was hard for me. It was challenging to do my business and try to grow and find more clients and work my job. So it was a little difficult. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine. I think that's like the hardest spot when you're trying to transition out of one thing. And there's definitely this hustle period where you're having to sacrifice and put in extra hours. And I want to know, let's like skip to the chase. Like, how did you get out of that? (laughs) Well, it was a process. (laughs) It was definitely a process. It took some time because I had a lot of, you know, I was afraid. 
I was afraid because I worked for this job for 15 years. You know, I had the benefits and things like that. So I had to figure out as a business owner, how would I pay for my health insurance? How would I get that? How would I, you know, am I okay financially? (laughs) How do I plan that out? So there was a lot of researching and planning and trying to figure out how business taxes work. So I just spent a lot of time researching, Googling and dealing with the what ifs, you know, my mindset. Dealing with, you know, what if I don't find clients or what if I don't make the income that I want to make in my business? And so I had to kind of get over those hurdles. And I did. (laughs) I took the time. I figured out. I faced my fears. And you want to set a date. That can really help me say, okay, let's get all my ducks in a row. (laughs) And on this date, I'll do it. And that was on June 10th of this year. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Believe me, I was very nervous. I was very nervous, but I was having my weekly one-on-one meeting with my manager. Now, my manager was new. He was only my manager for three weeks. Okay. So at the start of the call, I just said, you know, I have some news for you. I just had to um, let you know that I'm giving my formal resignation. And jokingly, but a little seriously, he said, he said, am I the reason you're leaving? <laughs> and I said, no. I mean, you just, <laughs> so I assured him it wasn't him. And yeah, so I, after that, after we, that meeting, I felt so free. I felt relieved, happy, and just excited that I'm starting this new chapter of my life. Oh my gosh. That is just so exciting. It's so encouraging <laughs> and inspiring for those. Because we have a lot of people listening to this podcast who are trying to work on their exit plan and you hit the nail on the head. Like you set your date, you, Uh you go for it and you keep, get your ducks in a row. So what was that time period for you from like, what was that window when you set the date and when it actually happened? Like, was it a year? Yeah. Well, when I set the date and made sure I knew what I was going to do, that was like two months prior, but to figure it out what business taxes and, and, you know, my health insurance, you know, right. that was probably like a year in the making. Yeah. Um, okay. To really figure out how that was going to work. So I know that some people may just say, hey, I'm just going to quit and don't have a plan. But for me, I needed to have a plan. I needed to feel more you know, secure and ready to do it. Yeah. And I think that's very realistic. Like a year to get your business going, take the courses you needed to. You're spending time doing the client work with your first agency. Like that's not unrealistic. And then I was just surprised at like your set the date. Like I was thinking you made that like 15 <laughs> months out, but I didn't realize it was so quick. But that's because once mm-hmm. you got that ball rolling, I think from what I've witnessed, it just like started snowballing huge. How did you go from one client to multiple? Or like, how did you bridge that that difficult gap of being able to actually see a future in this new business? <laughs> well, that's where you come in, Emily. <laughs> so uh I'm actually an introvert so I needed to figure out how to market for myself how can I can market and still be authentic so what I did was I I just did all the things (laughs) I just tried to post everywhere Instagram you know LinkedIn and Facebook but I didn't have a strategy so I was just posting everywhere you know I wasn't getting results so I was thinking well what else can I do. And one day your video on YouTube about the work group came up in my feed. Oh my gosh. That's what it was. That's what it was. And so when I watched your video, 
it spoke to me. I was like, you're speaking to me. I, you know, I have the experience yeah. and I need a network. <laughs> I should have a network. And you had advanced trainings. So I was like, this is what I need to do. This would be perfect. And so I signed up and within three weeks, because there's so many jobs posted, wonderful jobs posted. I got a client in less than three weeks (laughs) that I'm doing email marketing services for. Like the actual services you want to do too. Sometimes we have to just get in and take whatever, but like you knew what you wanted to do. You had absolute clarity on that. And then you picked up that client. That is amazing. And I'm laughing that it's that YouTube video, first of all, because you just never know, yeah. right? You just never know what you don't hit people. You don't. And I just loved your energy. And I just, I found your, of course, your podcast from there and listen to all your podcast. I'm like, this is where, this is it. This is where I need to be. That makes me feel so good because I don't know if you know this, but I'm also an introvert and the military oh. lifestyle growing up being a spouse forces me to be an extrovert to survive in in some situations, but put me in a conference room and Mm -hmm. I will go stand by the wall. You know, like I have to fight those tendencies, but I knew just from starting Mm -hmm. over all of the time that the network was the most important thing. And people need to know who you are to be able to refer you, invite you to the party, right? Like to the play date. Right. I have to, every time we move, start over. So it's like, okay, let's do this again. Let's do this again. And I felt like in this online space, when I first started, it's so hard when you're brand new and you're starting from scratch no one knows who you are. And your website is not going to instantly generate leads. Your social media isn't going to do it. You told me you had another coach tell you to post on social to get clients. Is that right? Can I say this? You can say it. And it just, again, wasn't a clear strategy. It didn't feel right to me. I mean, I understand that you do need to post you know, you need to be visible. I get that. But it wasn't for someone like me. Yeah. You, you got to do it differently. You have to do what works for you. And yeah, with you talking about social media, well, I guess we'll go into that yeah. <laughs> a little yeah. bit later that with the work group, I found UDMA school, but I learned the strategy too behind it, which really helped. I was like, okay, now I get it. Now I understand when I post, I don't post just a post on social media. Okay, let's just take a moment here. It's impossible to get referrals without putting yourself out there all the time. It's really difficult to have a community when you're doing the work by yourself. It's also hard to stay up to date when you're just one person and digital marketing trends, platforms, technology, and strategies change all of the time. And it's no fun having to do lead generation for your business when you'd rather be doing billable hours. So I have a solution for you. Come join my digital marketing work group. It's a tight community of freelancers, virtual assistants, digital marketing specialists who are all up-leveling in their skills, getting advanced trainings, applying for my job ops, and becoming digital marketing specialists and managers and strategists. This is an online referral community for both skilled and -and up-and-coming digital marketing service pros and virtual assistants. We've shared over 800 jobs with our community. We'd love to have you too. If you need client work, if you need a squad behind you, if you need help raising your prices, promoting yourself to the next level, this is the place to be. You can apply for the work group with the link in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Back to the show. Sometimes I'll find myself like, oh, I didn't post today. Like, And then I start to write something I'm like, no. I, I like can't force it. Like a couple years ago, I was like, just delete. Just I'd rather not post than like post to post. But okay, so you are one of my go-getters who from the work group 
signed up for my unicorn digital marketing assistant school. And I would love for uh-huh. you to tell everyone why, because you had the skills, you had the clients, like what was it that you were hoping to get out of it? Like what pushed you to do that? Well, the reason I did do it is because even though I had the skills, I wanted more skills. The idea of doing digital marketing services, there's more to it than just email marketing. So I could do that and I could do other things. Also, I was actually kind of struggling with that I had to find my niche (laughs) because that was the word of the town. It's like everyone was talking about, you got to find your niche, you got to find your niche. And I don't think I was, I just wasn't ready to niche down. And you were talking about, you could be a unicorn. And I'm like, I would love that. I would love to have the experience and grow and do more things other than email marketing. It could could be a part of a, a whole service, like funnel building, right? You know, I could do all the things, the automation setups behind it, sales pages. So I was looking at more of going that direction and your school, I mean, you were, you're teaching all of that. And I'm doing (laughs) that. Teaching it and giving the strategy. Exactly. Oh yeah. That was number one. (laughs) You were, you were still in the, in the trenches. (laughs) Yeah. You were still in the trenches. You were doing the work. So you knew what, uh, business owners were looking for and what the in-demand skills are. Yeah. So I was like, you were the one that I, I just knew it was right. Uh, you make me feel so good about this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what did you learn the most? Because I'm always fascinated and you can be brutally honest. Like, what did you learn the most? Because like I said, you came with a good email marketing head. And for those of you who don't know, email is just a part of what we teach in the course. We teach social media marketing, affiliate marketing, blogging, SEO, website updates, and funnels. And it's all this ecosystem that Marcy is talking about because it, it's related and it builds upon itself with content marketing and launching and all of this. So it was fascinating because, I mean, you had a solid niche, but tell me, did you learn anything? You know what? With the email marketing, I learned a lot more. I learned about the strategy behind it and I learned about how to read reports and the metrics and how you can improve on on those numbers and how to track them. That's what I didn't have before. I was just doing the work, but now I can offer some strategy to my clients. And that's amazing because you can level up and you attract more premium clients. You can charge more. It just gets you in a different pool and you can start using a different title, right? Because now you're, yeah, managing, uh-huh. like, you're managing it. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. That's where I would like to head to eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your client list like now? Because I remember referring you out a couple months ago mm-hmm. when you were full-time and every and people are like, I need someone to help me with email and offers. And I'm like, Marcy, go to Marcy. And then they're like, Marcy's full. Mm-hmm. So uh, now that you're living in an RV, traveling around California, like living your best yes. life, client <laughs> load look like right now? You know, currently I do have uh, two clients. Uh, I still have the email marketing client and we're doing a lot of work together. And uh, another client I had is the little network that I did have. (laughs) It came from that. So with that work, I'm doing more of like thrive cart type of work and, you know, building kind of the back end of that Kajabi. So I'm I'm definitely getting into those things too. So I'm really excited about that, but I am at the point, like you said, I am full-time and I was on a two-month RV trip and I just returned. I traveled up the West Coast. So now I'm ready to bring on more clients. 
Okay. So do you want to go ahead and pitch yourself now? Like what kind of clients, how can we help you? How can we see your work for you? <laughs> well, if you're looking for, you know, tech work, if, you know, someone that doesn't have the time to do the tech work <laughs> or it's just overwhelming to them, I can help you. I can do that. <laughs> I, yeah. I and love you to can do, do the uh, integrations, right. Between the tech stacks. Yes. yes. Yeah. Would you ever consider yeah, I can do that. coming in just for a launch to help with a launch, like for like project basis? Yes. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. I would love to do that. Because I so feel like that's a you whole, know someone. <laughs> yeah, I do. But that's a whole workload that really expands because emails suddenly go from like once a week to four different audiences, plus like show up sequences mm-hmm. and all of this. So it just becomes like a massive thing that like a regular team can't handle. So like that could be a fun project yeah. or project. I would job. love to do that. Yeah, I would love to do that. So I know like if you start with a client and you grow with that client, that too will eventually happen <laughs> when they're growing. Yeah. And then they want to launch new products and things like that, that will happen. I would love to work with someone that wants to continue to grow their business. I want to help them grow. That's so cool. I love it. I have a heart for the small business owners and it feels so good. It feels good when they transition from one-to-one to online and like you're setting up other tech and like just getting it going. And then they're able to like accept uh-huh. payments. Like to me, that's the most rewarding feeling. And then like, that's what you're doing too. So I think that's amazing. So do you feel like your network is growing now that you have, you're like paid to play to be in the right networks? You're in the work group, you've taken the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School and up-leveled some skills. Like what is your like marketing and your network look like now? It's wonderful. I'm actually beginning my network. I've grown my network on LinkedIn too. Okay. So I'm working with that too. But with the work group, I just love that everyone has a different you know, background experience. We're very positive in the group. We cheer each other on and it's very helpful. I can ask, you know, all my questions about project. If I need help with a project, I can get help with that pricing. I just love that the support that I get with the group. So yeah, (laughs) I love the network. The pricing is a big one because sometimes we don't know what to charge when we're first starting. And it's nice to be able to pull people, not in this comparative way, but just in this protected way. Like when I bid something, I want a respectable price. I don't want to end up losing my profit margin because I under, you know, estimated it. And so I find that the most, I find that the most helpful just to learn what other people are charging and what their packages look like. And you go in another, other VA groups, like people don't want to share that. They don't want you to steal no. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. And it shouldn't be a big secret. I think we all should not undercharge. So we kind of need that baseline. Yeah, and if we're all kind of charging the right and like levels, we're not giving it away. We like collectively can get paid what we're worth because we do have this tendency in the right. online space for people to want things done cheaply. Or when it comes to tech, like oh, I just need some tech help. Like they think it's just so yeah. easy. And just because I can go set up your Zapier for your Jemio webinar in about five minutes, I have spent years doing that. And it's not something I'm going to give away or undercharge. And I don't know. I just feel like we're just right, better together. I agree. Totally. Yeah, yeah. That's what I see with the network. Yeah, I'm so glad you're a part of it. So what's your like big, scary, hairy goal with your mm-hmm. business? Like, where do you want to go with this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm actually um, learning techniques of copywriting. 
So I want to jump into that (laughs) and offer um, that service because I think that kind of go hand in hand with email. So just, you know, specifically email marketing copy, I would like to do, but I also wouldn't mind joining a team and just being the one that does the automations and uh, set up the tech behind the scenes. So that's something I'm kind of looking towards too. Yeah. I like that because you have that retainer client, right? That ongoing, uh-huh. but with your skill set, you could do VIP days based on this. You can help with short term yeah. projects like launches. There's just like so many opportunities here. Okay. So I have a tech stack question. What's your favorite email service provider? <laughs> Active campaign. <laughs> yeah. You're on the team. But I will tell you, yeah, Active campaign, but I worked with at least a couple of clients that had MailChimp. So I can do MailChimp, <laughs> but Active Campaign as it does so much. What would you say to someone who's just starting their freelance business? Like, is there anything you would go back and do differently for your own business? And like, what would you say to them to give your best advice? Well, first, I get, you got to get started. You really got to get started. And don't ignore any fears that you have. Work with your mindset. That's huge. You really have to have your mindset right. Grow your network. I wish I did that sooner. <laughs> so start growing your network and keep things simple. I think I was just trying to do all the things and I was getting overwhelmed. So you want to try to just be, be kind to yourself and just keep things simple. Always keep learning. You'll always learn. So just continue that. <laughs> I love that. That's such a big part of marketing in general, since things are always changing. So you have to be learning, you have to stay with it and stay dynamic. Uh, Do you have any advice for somebody who was in your position where they're corporate and they (laughs) want to get out? Like what, what kind of advice for that woman in particular? To keep in mind that when you become a freelancer, you get to choose when and where you want to work. So you have more of that flexibility and to do what you love to do something that you're passionate about. And the skills that you obtain through corporate, you can take, those skills are most likely transferable as a freelancer. So you can make probably make money right away. And you know, basically you control your own destiny. You really do. Um, but I also wanted to mention that it's never too late. You know, I'm 48 <laughs> and I'm glad I took the leap. Okay, I'm glad I took the leap, but I do wish I did it sooner. But it's never too late. I love so that. that would be my I love that. I think sometimes people get scared because they see other people doing it or they think it might be too late for them. Or I think it's daunting to think about starting something new. But if you do it like Marcy did with a plan, doing her research, like getting in the right networks, like learning the right skills, like it's totally possible. I like how you phased it in. You know, you didn't just yeah. quit. You you set yourself up over some time to be able to leave the nine to five. So I never want anyone to think this is like an overnight, get rich quick, get clients fast. Cause it takes time. Like you still like, are you still doing discovery calls with clients right now? Like, I mean, you're still, yeah, it's still, there's still, there's work. (laughs) You got to be ready to do the work. You got to be willing to do the work. It can happen, but just remember that. I took on a couple of freelance clients um, when I was working in my PR director job, just like for little projects. And I had no idea what I was starting. Like it didn't click for me. (laughs) 
I would write little <laughs> things and I'm like, that felt good to help that small business owner. And it didn't click. And then I had to leave my job. Uh, we were moving and everything was chaos in my life. Uh, my, we were, my grandmother was dying. We were moving. I had just had a baby and someone's like, will you do some work for me? And I was just like, okay, fine, whatever. And like, I wish that I had been thinking about this. It could have been a whole different thing. Like I could have fast tracked it a couple years, but I mean, I'm grateful for like God's plan and how it worked mm -hmm. out. But I would go back mm -hmm. to Emily back then when she wrote those first couple press releases for fun. <laughs> like it wasn't even about <laughs> the money. I wish I would have been like, girl, you're sitting on a service. You're sitting on a goal might run with it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as a nine to fiver, you talked about it. Like you were afraid that you, like your job could be cut. Yeah. And this is like what sets you up for security. Like you building your own yes. network, yes. your own business. It's almost your personal brand. E even though we don't all want to be influencers with our little hats and swimsuits, you're still kind of building your personal brand outside of your corporate job based on you and your yeah. skills and your brain. Yeah. That is so true. It's amazing. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it is. I figured it out eventually and that's all that matters. And now I help other women like see it for themselves. And I've heard this saying, like your side gig is your, your job security. Like that's something you can fall yeah. back on. So it's cool to see you make it your exit plan and yeah, your way out. You. So when's your next big trip in your RV? <laughs> I'm planning a trip to the East coast going down to Florida. So <laughs> not near me. <laughs> Can't wait. <I> know. <laughs> So, um, yeah, can't wait. It's going to be a great trip and I could take my business with me. That's what I love about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is so amazing. We have a couple people in the unicorn digital marketing assistant school who have either retired or they travel. Someone on my own team does this. And I'm always like, Deb, where are you now? Where, where are you working from now? And she's just going all over the place all the time. She's going to Iceland. I'm like living vicariously through her and through you. But Marcy, I'm so glad you took a risk on yourself. I know your mom was a big part of this encouraging you. And so I just want to thank your mom. Yes. And I am just yeah. so proud of you for taking this leap of faith on yourself. And I know good things are coming mm -hmm. your way. I see it. I see, I hear amazing things about you. And I can't wait to help you like book out those clients. Thanks for being on the podcast. Do you have any parting words? Do it. <laughs> Do it. I know the UDMA school is coming back uh, in October. And yes. this is a great opportunity. Jump and you will not regret it. It's going to really get you going where you want to go. So, yeah, that would be my advice and uh, parting words. But thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah. For I anyone listening that. to this, it does open again in October. There's some early bird uh, enrollment bonuses for anyone on the wait list. So jump on the wait list. And we also have this info session coming up for anyone who's curious about what a VA is, what the different roles are, what you need to get started, what you should spend your money on, what you should save your money and not buy. And we're going to go all over that. I'm going to put the link in the comments here. And that's September 29th. And it's going to be live, but you can catch the replay as well. And that's just kind of like the quick startup, what you need to know. And you can ask me questions. So it's going to be like a low pitch. Like I'll tell you about my program, but it's mainly so you have information to make the best choice for you. Not everyone needs to be in marketing. Uh, some people can choose to be other types of VAs. And I'll definitely educate you on all of that. So, okay, that's all. Thanks again, Marcy. It was such a pleasure. I'll go see you, you in the work group. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
Okay, thanks for joining me today. I hope you learned a lot from Marcy. You can learn so much from the other freelancers who are just ahead of you. Don't be threatened if you're just getting to the game. You can see people who have already started and already doing the thing you want to do as evidence, as validation, as proof that you can do it too. And you can learn so much faster if you get a mentor, if you connect with like-minded peers who are trying to do the same things. Now, Marcy talked about the digital marketing work group. If you already have client services and skills, you just need help building your network, you want some advanced trainings, you love the idea of a job leads handed to you, I encourage you to apply. That link is here in the show notes. Now, like I said before, the info session is coming up, Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School is coming up, and I encourage you to reach out to Marcy over on social check out her website. If your client needs her skills, please refer her because I am all about rising tide lifts all boats. All right. I'll see you on the next episode of Unicorns Unite. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. Let me, this is so funny. You would think we're not tech savvy. <laughs> I know. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Keep it between us. Um, let me try. Secret control. is locked. Uh, <laughs>